week, the Lord just keeps bringing back to to me um, from every like devotional that I do or just time with the Lord, um, the power in the name of Jesus. And I think that we so often, it's something that we know, something that we've heard, but I think that we um, have this like arsenal basically of major power available to us that sometimes we don't realize. It's kind of like put back in a closet somewhere, you know. We might put on our you know, helmet of salvation and got the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith and we're in the word and, and things like that. But we don't realize the um, number one thing we have, which we should always use, is the name, which is above every name, the name of Jesus. Amen. And so we're just going to look at the name of Jesus tonight and see what God says about his name and how powerful it is um, and that it's available to us. In Philippians 2, we can turn there together, verses 11 and 12. Well, we'll start with verse 9. Um, Therefore God elevated him to the place of the highest honor and gave him the name above every other name, that at that name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on the earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. That's a powerful name, that every name, both in heaven, in earth, and under the earth, every single person and thing has to bow because of that name. That's some power under that name, amen, in that name. And then let's turn to Mark 16. you have your Bibles or your phone Bible. Um, Mark 16, verses 16 and 17. Okay. Um, Jesus says, and these signs, um, anyone, okay, talking about us, Verse 16, anyone who believes in me and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe in me will be condemned. And these miraculous signs will accompany those who believe in him. They will cast out demons, how? In his name. And um, in different versions it says they'll, they'll um, lay hands in the sick and they shall recover in his name. Um, you'll speak in new languages. They'll be able to handle snakes um, with safety, if you drink anything deadly and poisonous, it won't hurt you. Um, oh, and then it, then it goes on to say, and they'll be able to place their hands on the sick, and they will see them healed. And that's all in the name of Jesus. In the name. That name, which is above, like we just read, which is above every other name. The name which every knee, both in heaven in earth and under the earth, has to bow. In other words, what's bowing? That's submitting. That's surrendering. When that name is heard, every being, heaven, earth, and under the earth, has to bow, has to submit, in other words, to the name of Jesus. And so that's why when you and I, as Mark is talking about, as believers use the name of Jesus, we can see the sick healed because that thing that was causing that person to be sick has to bow and submit to the name of Jesus. Amen? 
And so there's power in that name. And God has given us the right to use the name of Jesus um, and everything, every being has to submit and bow to that name or has to flee because we command it to flee in that name, which is above every name, the name of Jesus. Then let's turn to John 16. Verses 23 and 24. He's talking about um, when he goes away, when he goes to heaven. He says, at that time, you won't ask me for anything. I tell you the truth, you will ask the Father directly, and he will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this yet before. Ask using my name, and you will receive and you will receive and you will have abundant joy. In other words, you're going to receive what you're asking for because you're asking the Father in his name. So he instructed the disciples. He instructed the people of God. He instructed the believers, and he's instructing you and I. Now that I'm going away and I'm going to be seated together with the Father, you can ask him for anything that you desire, obviously, according to the word of God. You can ask him for anything as long as you use my name, he will give it to you, and your joy is going to be full. Why would it be given to you? Because you're usurping, <laughs> you're using the authority that was given to you to use the name of Jesus. I was thinking about this, and I, I read a devotional once where um, Brother Hagen was talking about authority and how you can't go out there and just stand in regular clothes and go like this to a car and expect that they would stop. However, you can go out with a police uniform, you know, and, and you're, when you put that uniform on, you're stepping into a place of authority. You're using that authority to put a stop to traffic. And so people will stop. I still think it's a little bit of a scary job. So they wear like orange vests and things too. But when we use the name of Jesus, it's as if we're stepping into our right as sons, daughters, children, believers of God. We're stepping into that authority. We're stepping into that uniform, if you will. And we are using that authority by speaking the name of Jesus. The name which is above every name. The name that at that name every knee should bow, every tongue will confess that he is Lord. Amen? So there's power in the name of Jesus. And he said in John, um, did I read this already? Yeah, he said um, that you won't have to do anything except for ask the Father using the name of Jesus, and it will be given unto you. So whatever we ask in the name of Jesus, he will do it. Or we could say, because we've been given the authority to use his name, we could say whatever we demand as our right, in the name of Jesus, he will do it. He wants us to receive and take with boldness what he has given to us. And so when we ask the Father for something, using the name of Jesus, we're making a demand on what is rightfully ours. And so when you are, you know, you're looking to God for healing or for deliverance or for salvation or any of these things, that's why he, Jesus said, um, no man can come to the Father except by me. He said, I am the way, Jesus, his name, I am the only way, the only truth, and the only life. 
No man can come to the Father except by me. So it's him and his name that gives you the rightful place to come to the Father, to get to heaven. And it's by his name, by Jesus' stripes, that you are healed, delivered, saved, set free, provided for, supplied for, or whatever else is in this awesome word that belongs to us. It's yours. All you have to do is ask the Father using the name of Jesus or demand of the Father using the name of Jesus. Take that place of authority that has been given to you because he gave it to us. In John 14, let's turn there. John 14, verses 12 through 14, Jesus says, I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me can do these same works that I have done, and even greater works, because I'm going to be with the Father. You can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it, so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes! He's like, you know, they're probably like, what, just anything? And he's like answering them, they're like, they're like worry or concerned about anything. He's like, yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. It's all about having confidence in the authority that was given to you to use the name of Jesus. And it's all about knowing how powerful that name is. I mean, when I look at that first scripture, that at that name, every knee, both in heaven and earth and under the earth, has to bow, has to submit to that name. When you look at the power behind that name, Jesus said, I've got the key. He died and he rose again from the dead. We just celebrated Easter and the Resurrection Sunday. He said, I've got the keys of death, hell, and the grave. And so he got all the power. All the power, both in heaven and in earth, had been given to him. And in his name, every knee now has to bow. Every tongue now has to confess. That didn't happen before he had died on the cross. This is something new that he said, before you would just ask me, but now you can ask the Father for anything using my name, and he'll give it to you. Because of the keys he got to death, hell, and the grave. Now we can ask the Father for anything, and he'll give it to us if we use the name of Jesus. So, it seems like we're on like a, a wave here of just helping the body of Christ get through hard times. <laughs> but when you're going through something rough and tough, and when I go through something rough and tough, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll take a walk, and guess what I'll do? Pray. <laughs> because i got to pull myself away from the busyness and the distraction. And what I end up doing really truly is calling upon what? The name of Jesus. Why do I do that? Because the word of God tells me to do it. In Romans 10, 13, he says, call upon the name of Jesus and you'll be saved. And then in Psalms 50, 15, he says, call upon me, who is that? Jesus, in your day of trouble, and I will give you rest. There's power When you call upon him and when you spend time with him. So what I do, like that's why I chose the songs, obviously. Jesus, Jesus, you know, calling on the name of Jesus. There's power. You're coming to him. You're using his name. You're stepping into that rightful place of authority, putting on that that, um, wardrobe of authority, you know, using the name of Jesus, calling upon him and expecting an answer. Because he said, if you ask 
anything in my name. So I'm going to call on him because, Lord, your word says call upon you in my day of trouble and you'll give me rest. So, Lord, I just call upon you, not Lord, but I'll say, Jesus, Jesus, I call upon you. And sometimes, you know, the word of God says sometimes when we don't know how to pray, the Holy Spirit helps us to pray. Sometimes all I can say, and I think the Holy Spirit's helping me pray, is Jesus. And you know that, I'll tell you in a second what happens, but you know that um, when we call upon his name, he says in his word that he will give us rest. Literally, when I do this, and I don't, I'm going through a stressful time or something, and I need to pray, I go and spend time with the Lord, and I just call on his name. Literally just say, Jesus, Jesus. And with him knowing that I'm literally acting upon this scripture, just a peace comes over me. And when I have that assurance that that peace comes over me, which it's scriptural, in Philippians 4, 7, it says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, which, which maybe you shouldn't have peace at that moment. <laughs> you know, maybe there's something crazy going on in your life. But the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind as you trust in him and live in Christ Jesus. When I call upon the name of Jesus, I'm stepping into a place of authority, and I'm also stepping into that place of rest, which he said he'll give me rest. So I'm going through a hard time. I'll pray, and I'll call upon the name of Jesus. And the peace, which passes all understanding, it doesn't matter what I'm going through, will start pouring out and just guarding my heart and mind. See, he never went anywhere. He was always right there. But when I call on his name... I believe that something happens where we become more conscious that he is there. You know what I mean? And this peace just starts overwhelming us like, I haven't left you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He'll really just speak scriptures to you. But um, like for me, I was taking a walk the other day, and I called on his name, and I was just praying the whole time. And um, he said, don't worry. I'm working all things together for your good. Where have I heard that before? It's in his word, and he's just going to speak what his word says. But it's just really nice when you hear something you already know, and you know it's him. It's not the enemy saying it because it's scripture. Um, but when you hear him say it directly because you're calling on his name, and he's like, yes, I'm here. What do you need? You know. And then you ask him for something in his name. Lord, Jesus, how come this or how come that or, or I need this or I need that or you know, just spending time with him and, and Believe it or not, he'll reply. And he'll either give you the answer or encouragement or just the peace of God will overwhelm you and you can just be encouraged that he's with you and you can get through this. Um, whatever it is, there's such power when we use the name of Jesus. And I think so many times we, we cry and we beg and we plead or we try to take authority. And all these things are good for God's given us, you know, authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. But how? By using the name of Jesus. You know, and so we shouldn't just know our authority, but we should know the name which is above every name. We should know that we have to use that name. And um, I'm going to share with you in a minute um, just some different ways to use his name. But it's amazing to me how literal his word is. Literally, when you're going through a hard time. I mean, you can pray in the spirit and the Holy Spirit will help you pray as you ought to. But what he always ends up leading me to do is use the name of Jesus. He does help you pray in English as well, not just in a tongue. Um, and the Lord revealed that to me a number of years ago. 
that when he gives you the utterance, it doesn't just mean prayer language like tongues. It means he gives you the words to pray. So it could be in English. And a lot of times for me, when I'm going through a hard time, he leads me to act on the scriptures. Um, Psalms 50:15, call upon the name of the Lord and he'll give you rest. And so I call upon his name, which is Jesus. Amen. Um, Proverbs 18.10 says, the name of the Lord, what is that? Is a strong tower, and the righteous run unto it and are safe. How do we run unto it? How do we do that? We call upon his name. The righteous run unto it. We run to him. We say, Jesus, Jesus. Trusting that he makes the, like we sang, he makes the darkness tremble. Jesus, Jesus, at your name, every knee shall bow. Whatever it is that I'm going through, whatever it is that my family is going through, whatever it is that my finances are going through, you, at your name, everything has to bow, submit to his name. Amen. Hallelujah. So a long time ago, um, I had a dream, and I know it's a spiritual dream. You know it's God when you wake up and you know it's God, first of all. And then you know it's God when it sticks with you for years and years and years, and you can keep going back to it, and it just is like so um, awesome as the first day you had it. But I was, it was when I was teaching you, so it was a number of years back. And um, I was in, in the dream. I was in a coffee shop. You might have heard this story before. And in this coffee shop, because I love going to the coffee shops, um, in this coffee shop, I was in a long line to wait to order my coffee, and there was even a line behind me. And I remember in the coffee shop turning around and looking, and a few people behind me was the devil himself. And he was there for me. He was there to bug me, attack me, whatever you will. And uh, I just remember, I, I wasn't afraid because I knew I have authority over him, but I just remember being annoyed. He, the devil's a pretty annoying being. You know, and so he's pretty annoying to deal with. And I just remember just getting excited that I was going to get my coffee and then all of a sudden turning around, seeing him and being like, like, oh, I have to deal with him. I knew I had to deal with him. So whatever. I just didn't I just didn't mind him, you know, and I went up and ordered my coffee. And then when I was passing him by going, you know, because he I had to pass him by to leave the place. um, In the dream, I knew that sometimes when you're scared, you can't yell in a dream you're like you know I don't know if you ever had that but anyways so I knew that I had made up my mind in this dream that I was going to sing the song in the name of Jesus really old song in the name of Jesus um you know and so when I passed him by I started singing and I sang it super loud super strong um in the name of Jesus and literally immediately, and I said it maybe his name three times, the devil started melting like the Wizard of Oz into the ground, hands covering his ears, and he's like, no, not that name, and then he melted. And I woke up immediately, and it was like an audible voice. The Lord spoke to me, and he said, that is how powerful my name is. And obviously, I preached on that that next day <laughs> on Sunday night um, for the youth. But... um. But literally, I think that so many times we go through things and we're so annoyed or we're so worried or we're so full of fear because of what the enemy is trying to do in our lives, our finances, our jobs, our families, whatever it might be, and we're afraid to deal with it. When, 
yeah, be afraid if you're going to stand there in regular clothes and try to hold out your hand and use authority that you haven't been given. But no, it's different. If you are a child of God, if you are a believer, he said he has given you the authority to use his name. And at that name, every knee has to bow. Every tongue will confess that he's Lord, both in heaven, in earth, and under the earth. And you've been given the authority to use that name. And so when we are going through things and things that are rough or we're believing God for things in our finances or we're believing God for things in our jobs or our families, we need to usurp. We need to use that authority and speak and declare and demand things be done in the name of Jesus. Amen? Because unless we step into that place of authority and put on our uniform as a child of God, using the name of Jesus, we're not going to see things get done the way we want to see them get done. He said, you can approach my father and ask him for anything, doing what? Using his name, and he will give it. And he, the son will be, the father will be glorified. Amen? And the Son will bring glory to the Father. When you use the name of Jesus and the Father answers, God gets glorified. And so God wants us to take our rightful place. God wants us to put on our uniform and step into who we really are, which is children of God that have been given the authority to use that name. I believe that we're stepping into a day and age where we can actually believe the word of God and actually use it as if it were true. <laughs> And see it work for us. That's, you know, the, uh, the word is so powerful, the Bible says. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. And the name of the Lord is so powerful. Jesus is so powerful. He got the keys of death, hell, and the grave, which means that any single thing that the enemy could ever try to do to you, he's, no weapon formed against you will prosper, but he will try. But anything he could ever do is overcome already by Jesus. And when you remind him that the keys of death, hell, and the grave are already in the hands of Jesus, and you speak the name of Jesus, the devil runs in terror. He has to flee. He has to bow. He has to submit. Amen? And so I think that we need to just realize what power we've been given by using the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It's not enough, I wrote down, you know, after that coffee shop incident um, dream, I started using the name of Jesus more. But the Lord has just been reminding me just recently that it's not enough to know about him. Even devils know about him and tremble and, you know, think about it. It's not enough to know about him. It's not enough to read about him. It's not even just enough to have him in your life. It's about, it's important to have him in your life, and it's important to know about him, and it's important to hear about him. Don't get me wrong. But it's important that we use the name that was given to us. He died and he rose again from the death, hell, and the grave, got the keys, and he then gave us the authority to use his name for our protection, for our provision, for the the provision of, of his children. Amen? For the sons and daughters of God. Um, John 16, verses 23 and 24. I read it already, but we're going to read it again. 
he says, at that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. For I tell you the truth, you can ask my father directly, and he will grant your request because you use my name. This hasn't been done before, he said, but ask using my name, and you will receive whatever you ask for, and your joy will be full. In other words, you're going to get excited because this thing works. My name works. My name has power. When somebody uses my name, power is behind that name. Amen? The authority is behind that name. Why? Because he got the keys of death, hell, and the grave. Amen? Um, in Acts 3, 6, we see um, the disciples, they're going to the temple to pray, and they run into this beggar, and he's crippled, and he's begging, and they don't have anything to give him. And they say what? Silver and gold have I none. But as a believer, what I have been given is the power, the authority to use the name of Jesus. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And what happened? <gasps> he went walking and leaping and praising God. What's the difference between us and the disciples? There's no difference except for that they believed in the power and the authority that was given to them when they used the name of Jesus. If we, too, will act by using the name of Jesus and confront the enemy and confront the attacks and confront lack and confront um, attacks of the enemy by using the name of Jesus, the devil in those situations also will have to bow. See, what happened when, when they said, silver and gold have we none, and such as we have, give we thee in the name of Jesus. Whatever was binding, crippling that man had to drop off that man and bow to that name that was spoken. Why? Because they used the name that already got the death, hell, and grave keys. The thing that held that man bound had already been one. And when you use the name of Jesus, you're declaring you know what's already been won, what's already yours. Whether that's freedom and deliverance, whether that's salvation for a loved one, whether that's provision from the, you know, the throne room of heaven because um, he supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Whatever it is, use the authority in the name of Jesus and access the kingdom of heaven. Access whatever has been given to you. In the name of Jesus, I command the supply to, for my storehouses to be filled. In the name of Jesus, I command um, sickness, go. In the name of Jesus, I command depression, oppression, go from my family or go from this person or whoever we're praying for or go from me. Using that name and knowing that you have been given permission and authority to step into that place to use it. We're not just a nobody. We're the children of the Most High God. Amen? We need to take our rightful place. In Philippians 2.9, it says, The name of Jesus is the name above every name. Every name. Power and the authority in the name of Jesus rightfully belongs to us as believers. In Matthew 28.18, Jesus said, I have been given all authority, both in heaven and in earth. He had been given every bit of the authority. And then when he left, he said, go ahead, use my name. Ask the Father for anything. Use my name. It'll be given to you. 
Why? Because he had been given all authority, and now he's given it to us. How do we access that authority? We use his name. Amen? So there's major power behind when we use the name of Jesus. And no wonder why when I'm walking and talking with God and maybe I'm in a little bit of turmoil because there's so much on my plate. Um, I'm, you know, we're in the process of buying a house and I'm also a teacher and I'm also a mother and I'm also a minister and I'm also a wife. So there's just a few hats that I wear. And sometimes if I'm not relying on God's strength completely and I get into my own, you know, works and, and trying to do it on my own, it becomes overwhelming. So this one day I'm driving home and the Lord tells me, take a walk. I mean, I heard him so clearly, and I got home, and I didn't do it right away. And then when I started feeling the, the turmoil, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Take a walk. <laughs> and I knew what he meant. He wanted me to go spend time with him. And when I did, what the Holy Spirit did was lead me to call upon the name of Jesus. And I just started praying in the Spirit. Then I just started calling on the name of Jesus because I know that at that name, first of all, I'll receive rest. Second of all, at that name, I have the authority to take authority over any, you know, attack of the enemy. And I also have the authority to access anything from the kingdom of heaven, asking the Father in the name of Jesus. He said, you could ask me anything, ask him anything using my name. And so the Holy Spirit just led me and guided me right to his name. And when I called on Jesus, his presence just came over me. And he spoke to me and just said, don't worry, I'm with you. Don't worry, I'm working all things out for your good. And he just spoke a few scriptures to me, but then I just started praying in the Spirit, praying in the Spirit, and then he would just lead me to do something else using the name of Jesus again. All I was doing was stepping into that uniform, if you will, stepping into who I really am, which is a child of God, a believer, which has been given the power, which is the name of Jesus. Amen? And so when I start speaking and using the name of Jesus, demons start trembling. Beings start kneeling, submitting, crumbling off of whatever was bound. I love that story. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. All they had was the name of Jesus. And he was set free, delivered. Amen. I'm sure he was set free from more than just crippled legs. I'm sure he was oppressed and depressed and, um, you know, didn't have any money. Maybe he had a little few coins or whatever from begging. But, um, no, he was provided for. Smith Wigglesworth said this. He said, there is power to overcome everything in the world through the name of Jesus. And that means that you can put the name of Jesus to work in every single area of your life, big or small. God doesn't care if you think it's too, you know, minimal to use the name of Jesus at. No. Start going crazy using the name of Jesus. You're just going to benefit from it. In the name of Jesus, I command everything to go smoothly at work today. In the name of Jesus, I command, I speak that I have favor with both God and man at work. In the name of Jesus, you know, I'm strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Whatever you speak from your lips. We have life or death in the power of our tongue, especially when we back it up using the name of Jesus. Amen? So here's four ways. There's just probably four. There's probably numerous, numerous. But these are four ways that I wrote down that you can use the name of Jesus. We can use the name of Jesus to put sickness to flight. 
in the name of Jesus, by Jesus' stripes, I was healed. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk, you know? So you're putting sickness to flight. You can use the name of Jesus to rebuke lack. In the name of Jesus, I just break the power over that spirit of lack. I break the power over that spirit that's trying to um, steal from me. This, you know, I, I just break the power of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, I command there to be a supply from heaven, you know, um, that God supplies all my needs in Jesus' name, according to his riches and glory. I command money, come now in Jesus' name. You're using your authority and you're commanding things and demanding things accessing the kingdom of heaven. You can use the name of Jesus and send demons packing in any arena of life, you know, because he does come. The enemy comes in John 10, 10 to kill, steal, and destroy. But God came that you might have life and have it more abundantly, and it's just not an automatic. We have to use the keys that he has given us, and one of the major keys we as believers that have been given is the name of Jesus. And if we just sit by and know the name and know about what he did for us, it's not going to do us much good until we put it to use. So using the name of Jesus in any arena of life sends the devils packing because they have to bow and submit to the name of Jesus. Amen? And you can use the name of Jesus for supernatural protection. And I'm sure we could list 10 more, 20 more things you can use the name of Jesus for. But you can use the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I just loose the angels of God to guard and protect me and my family. And guard and protect, you know, whoever. In the name of Jesus, I command sickness go. In the name of Jesus, I command this oppression to go. In the name of Jesus, you know, just use his name. Go crazy with it. And watch the power go to work. He backs up his word will not return void. He backs up his word, and not only that, his power backs, the Holy Spirit backs up his name. And the Father's glorified. Watch and see his word work for you when you start using his name more. Watch and see that peace which passes all understanding. Start guarding your heart and mind, even though things might look kind of wild or crazy or like they're not working out, all of a sudden his peace guards your heart and mind. Why does this peace come like that? All of a sudden assurance comes. If he's there and his peace comes, I know I just got through to the kingdom of heaven. I know I just got my answer. That's when peace comes. I don't need to worry about it anymore. As soon as that peace comes, I call in the name of Jesus and his peace comes, and I let my request be made known unto him. I have absolute assurance. I don't have to worry about it anymore. I don't even have to pray about it anymore. I can just thank God that this is taken care of. That peace which passes all understanding starts guarding my heart and mind. We're, we're trying to practically teach, you know, you believers to, to take authority and step into who you are as a, as a believer, as a Christian, so that you can access everything that already belongs to you. It's nothing new. But sometimes we are destroyed for lack of knowledge or, or we kind of forget, you know, we start focusing on one thing and we forget that we have this, this great treasure. <laughs> you know, we have this power that has been given to us. And so those are just a few ways we can use the name of Jesus. But I thought, or maybe the Lord told me, I don't know, I'm not going to, but I, I was led, I'll just say that, to do the prayer at the end. Why do you think that is? so that you can practice what we were just taught. 
Well, we're going to, um, I know that we started late, so we're going to pray for five, ten minutes, and I want you to pray.